Uh, you're FFA alum. Are you a member of the loyal FFA alumni? I'm not. Well, thanks a lot. Now my phone's going to be ringing. Say, <laughs> loyal FFA members, Mike Gregorich is the alumni president. Get a hold of Scott Schultz. You've got yourself a new member. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. But anyway, the loyal FFA alumni today, I got a note from Mark. Today, the Loyal FFA alumni will be doing a milk, cheese, and butter drive for the Loyal school families that pick up their school lunches. The alumni members will be handing out a gallon of milk, a pound of butter, a pound each of cheese curds and cheese for approximately 130 families. In the last two days, they've been contacted by a few businesses and individuals willing to donate for a second dairy product drive that they will do in the near future. So, again... Congratulate! You got these things going on. Let us know. And also, Mark, tell us who your sponsors are. Let's give some folks a pat on the back because a lot of folks are doing a lot of good things, that's for sure. So that's today in Loyal, and then they'll be doing it again in the future. And we got more to talk about, too, as far as the Bloomer FFA alumni. They canceled our golf tournament in June. And then I got a note from Chris Jumbeck over at Cochrane Fountain City, what they're doing. So we got a lot to talk about this morning. So sit back and... Have a cup of Revolution coffee, and we'll get back to you here in just a little while. Yeah, I'm going to sip that Revolution coffee. As you, always, give you, them a call. They'll deliver right to the curb. Do you drink Revolution the same? Revolution in Black River. Do you do, this, do you do the same brand every morning, or do you try a little bit of difference? Well, there, there are uh, several different ones. I can't even pronounce some of the names, but they're good. <laughs> but my, I'm just a basic breakfast blend guy. All right, well, that's good stuff. That's nothing wrong with that. Yep. That's for sure. All right, we'll have a cup of coffee. We'll talk to you after the top of the hour. All right. There goes Scott, social distancing at home this morning. But again, we're about 37 degrees, and we're going to get to about 55 and clouds today as well. Neuro Wax 104.5, 37 degrees right now. We'll get a 55-degree day, give or take, and a cloudy day today, too. So hopefully you enjoyed yesterday. But we'll get back to it. We'll be 60 on Saturday, 62 on Sunday, 63, 61, maybe later next week, 70s. We'll see. I think lacrosse down that area got 70s yesterday. It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM, WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some news of the morning. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Trump wants House lawmakers to quickly pass an extension of the coronavirus small business relief program. The Senate approved the over $400 billion measure on Tuesday. The House could vote today. It provides over $300 billion in additional loans to small businesses. It also has funding for hospitals and coronavirus testing. The federal government wants to pay tribute to health care professionals on the front lines. DiMuccio has more. During a briefing, President Trump announced that the Navy Blue Angels and Air Force Thunderbirds would do a flyover above American cities in the near future. The commander-in-chief noted that the military crews wanted to show support for medical workers, calling it Operation America Strong. The Blue Angels and Thunderbirds are the flight demonstration squadrons for their respective branches. Dean Muccio, NBC News Radio. Joe Biden is at the top of three Midwestern states. New Reuters-Ipsos polls show the Democrat with leads over President Trump in Michigan, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The former vice president's strongest numbers are in Michigan at eight points. Trump took all three states in the 2016 election against Hillary Clinton. 
House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says most of the companies getting small business loans as part of the stimulus package are small businesses. The California Republican admitted that some bigger businesses did receive loans, but he'd like them to give the money back. McCarthy says if they don't act and return the money, lawmakers will. Two cats in New York are the first pets in the U.S. known to get coronavirus. This comes two weeks after a tiger at the Bronx Zoo became infected. The CDC says while the virus can be passed to animals, there's nothing to indicate that they can pass it to people. And Seize Candies is slowly resuming production after halting operations for the first time since World War II due to the coronavirus pandemic. A socially distanced crew is back at work in the South San Francisco factory. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Well, that would be interesting how the president could get Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds to fly over cities. <laughs> I mean, they're just going to fly over? Or are they going to put on a show? Or what are they going to do? That would be interesting. But uh, they're, they're a magnificent group, both of them, as far as what they can do with their airplanes. And, of course, the air show here in Eau Claire, not sure the status of that either. But, uh, again, the Blue Angels, I remember talking to the Blue Angels. The first time they were here when the scouts took it over. And I was happened. I don't know why. I was happened to be down by the hangar, or whatever it is, and uh, I was talking to one of the pilots when they were all done. I said, "Well, I suppose you guys are busy. You'll what stay here tonight and get up early tomorrow morning and fly home." And he said, "No, I'll be home for supper." And this was four o'clock in the afternoon. I said, and "They're down in Florida, someplace." And uh, I said, "Home for supper?" He said, "Yeah, we'll leave here in a little while. We'll get up." 40, 50,000 feet, I don't know, and we'll go, I don't know, 800, 900 miles an hour, and they'll be home for supper. So they can go pretty darn quick, the Blue Angels and the Thunderbirds. And uh, great show. If you've never seen them, by golly, you want to do that because it is worthwhile. Hopefully we'll have those shows around the country this summer. Hey, it's five minutes after five. We've got 37 degrees. We've got a closer look at the weather and markets. It's all coming up here on Wax. The coronavirus is making life difficult for all of us, including grocery stores. Grocers are working as hard as they can to keep stores clean and germ-free, spending whatever it costs to do that. Some people are worried about prices. For some products, prices have gone up because of consumer demand that has caused grocers to have to pay more to their suppliers for groceries. Because of these pressures, you may temporarily see higher prices and limited stock on certain products. But grocers are still doing everything they can to keep prices as low as possible for you. In fact, the government has strict laws in place prohibiting price gouging, and your grocer supports and complies with that law. Your grocer is committed to keeping shelves stocked with nutritious and affordable foods. Stay home, practice social distancing, take care of your family. We'll get through this together. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Grocers Association Education Foundation. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Weather's rather quiet. Just a cloudy day today, high in the mid-50s. Now, we're not to temperatures we should be. We should be averaging someplace in the 60s for highs. So it's uh, been cool so far in April. So 55 today, down to about 36 tomorrow morning at short time at the shank of the day. And then a chance of rain tomorrow, 57 Partly cloudy Saturday, 60, should see some sun on Sunday, about 62, then a chance of rain Monday and Tuesday, 63 on Monday, 61 on Tuesday. Kind of cool, 32 in Wausau and Marshfield, Rice Lakes at 33, Stevens Point's at 31 this morning, and we've got uh, Green Bay at 38, Madison, Sun Prairie at 39, Milwaukee at 40, La Crosse at 42, 
and here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area. We're at 37 right now, again, with a mostly cloudy day, it looks like, in the high just in the mid-50s. So not a bad day, but uh, sure would like it to be a little warmer than that. Hey, we got chores to do. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Eight minutes after five, Rural Mutual bringing us our markets this morning. And Mr. Scott has the cash livestock. Where are we at? Fed beef steers are at 85 to 95 and a half with mixed 79 to 91. Fed beef heifers 85 to 98 and a half. Holstein steers 71 to 76 with select and choice 65 to 71. Cows are at 35 to 62. Bulls. 67 to 86. On the hog side, market hogs are 30 and down. Sows, 20 to 23. Boars, 8 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are at 92 to 142. And feeder lambs are at 140 to 15. Anybody called you from Loyola yet to join the FFA alumni? No, I I can't believe I don't have a text yet. That's amazing. Well, we'll see what happens. (laughs) All right, talk to you in a few minutes. Hey, maybe I can take a hint. Yeah, maybe they don't want you. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll talk to we'll talk to you here in a few minutes. Let's get the rest of the uh, rest of the markets this morning at the Mercantile Exchange. Live cattle futures were lower yesterday. April at eighty eight ninety five down two sixty five. June at eighty three ninety two down fifteen. August also down fifteen at eighty eight thirty five. In October ninety three forty seven down thirty. Feeder cattle were mixed. April was up fifty seven at one eighteen forty seven. May down seven. At one sixteen sixty seven, August feeder cattle one twenty seven twenty up thirty. September at one twenty eight sixty two, that was up twenty. In October one twenty nine sixty up a nickel. Lean hog carcass contracts, the May contract forty seven twenty two, that was actually up two ninety five. June at forty seven ninety down twenty. July at fifty one twenty down one seventy two. August hogs fifty five fifteen down two o two. At the board of trade, just a. Uh, more market maneuvering than any signals to tell the market to go one direction or another. They're just short covering and, you know, no export numbers and things like that to push the market. May corn overnight up two cents at 319. Oats up a fraction at 304. The wheat up four at 547. And the May soybean price up a dime overnight at 845. Soybean meal up 220 a ton at $290.50. Barrel cheese unchanged, 101 and a quarter. Blocks up a cent and a quarter at 102. Butter down five and a quarter at 113 and a quarter. April class three up four at 1341. May up 13 at 1052. June down 11, 1105. July down 16 at 1295. August down nine at 1422. But from September out through April of next year, those class three prices were a little higher. They got to go a lot higher, but uh, we can get them continuing to move forward and move upward, uh, that'll help. 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, we had a chance to talk to 3rd District Ron Kine the other day, 3rd District Congressman Ron Kine the other day. We'll hear some of the things that uh, he has to say about uh, pending legislation and work in Washington. That's coming up. And uh, again, 
gas prices are for the consumer at a pretty good price. Maybe on the farm you want to take advantage of that. Farmers, are you thinking about taking advantage of these low fuel prices? You can by buying a new farm fuel tank direct from the manufacturer. 1,550 gallon farm tanks are in stock at USEMCO. USEMCO fuel tanks go through a rigorous process of sandblasting, followed by a urethane coating to prevent rusting. Full factory warranty, and they're easy to move too with a skid type design. Get the best quality fuel tank and the best pricing by buying direct. Call Cal at 608 372-5911. USEMCO, Highways 12 and 16 on the east side of Toma. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. When you're in elected office, you got a lot of decisions to make. And of course, right now with the coronavirus out there, lots of decisions for a lot of money. Third District Congressman Ron Kind is joining us. And Congressman, $2 trillion, $350 billion. Where is all this money coming from? Well, Bob, it's all deficit financing. I mean, this is exactly why you need to repair a leaky roof when the sun is shining, not when it's pouring like it is right now. But clearly we have to address the twin crisis at our doorstep, the health care crisis with the virus and the economic crisis with the self-imposed economic coma that we put our country in. And trying to balance those two, is it's, it's difficult. And... But hopefully uh, we'll just listen to the best medical and scientific expertise and advice that's available and protect people and their health right now. And there are a lot of issues that really are in the forefront right now. Agriculture is really in the forefront. In the livestock area, we're talking about plants closing down because of the virus and being sanitized. We're talking about uh, milk. Can we get it to where it needs to go are we focusing in the right area here as far as the aid to agriculture? Is throwing money at it the best way to solve the problem? Or is there a problem in the distribution system that when we have some of these plants shutting down, it really hamstrings the whole operation? Yeah, Bob, my goal right now is to do what we can to save the family farm. It's been a real crisis, not just with the virus, but in recent years with low commodity prices. That's why last week I came out with my family farm rescue plan, a five-point plan to provide immediate assistance to family farmers. That doesn't require new legislation, doesn't require new funding. It's appropriated funds and authority that we already gave USDA. And with Secretary Purdue's recent announcement, he took a couple of those suggestions, which is helpful, but there's more we can do. But, boy, when you see milk dumping, when you see commodity destruction, when you see these plants shutting down, cattle being destroyed, uh, it's a role for the government to step in on a temporary basis to make sure those supply lines are being established, make, so, make sure those food banks are fully stocked, making sure our family farmers are getting direct grant assistance during this tough time so that they don't go out of business. As you know, when you, we lose them, we don't get them back. And I'd hate to wake up in a country where we're completely dependent on a few but very large agribusinesses for all our food needs. It's not going to be good for us consumers certainly not good for family farmers in the rural economy and it's not good for the food security system that we need as a great nation as you look at the money that's been appropriated already and more to come i mean recently 16 billion more dollars for agriculture i guess the concern and the criticism is yeah that's a lot of money but the distribution is the question do you folks in congress have any way to oversee that or you just appropriate the money the USDA gets it and they decide how to disperse it 
Well, that's been part of the problem, Bob. We've been trying to establish some guardrails, some oversight. Of course, the president fired the inspector general in charge of keeping an eye on these funds and where they're going and for what purpose. And they're also completely refusing to cooperate with any oversight function that Congress has uh, with all of this. So it's very disturbing. And it's one of the things holding up the most recent package, too, is effective oversight. Let's keep track of where these dollars are going so it's hitting the intended purpose. But right now we're up against the wall of resistance with the president and the White House doing anything. And I hate to see these stories rolling out as we are right now with the Paycheck Protection Program where 77 publicly uh, uh, traded companies were the first to qualify for the funding. So much of this is going to the big banks and their preferred customers. It's exactly why you need an inspector general doing oversight to make sure these programs are meant to help those uh, in need right now and not just those with powerful uh, connections. And again, 3rd District Congressman Ron Kind, as he gets back to Washington, got some big votes to take, but deficit spending. We're already having record deficits before all this hit, so children and grandchildren got a big hole to climb out of. But anyway, all right, let's take a look at some farm news. Scott's back with us. What's going on in agriculture news besides our conversation with the congressman? Well, a coalition of eight of the state's leading farm groups has sent a letter to Governor Tony Evers asking for financial help for struggling farmers. The group is asking for $50 million in direct cash relief. The groups pointed out that Wisconsin's dairy industry has lost more than $66 million in February and March. The state hog industry is projected to lose more than $44 million, with state beef producers projected to lose as much as $200 million this year. For crop farmers, losses are also mounting. State corn growers are looking at a $50 an acre price drop, while soybean growers are looking at market prices that could drop their income by as much as $100 million. The letter also listed crops such as cranberries and potatoes as seeing big losses during 2020. A new Waters of the USA rule was printed in the Federal Register earlier this week, and observers say it's going to prompt a lot of lawsuits against its provisions. The new rule does away with terms such as significant nexus and designates four specific categories of waterways that will be regulated by the federal government. That would mean all other waterways would be governed by states and tribes and that farm and stock ponds and artificial lakes will not be regulated. Also in that category will be converted cropland or wetlands that aren't near a body of water that's governed by a federal authority. The new rule would become law on June 22nd. Wisconsin dairy farmers are doing their part to lower milk production during these challenging times, but nationally, that's not the story. In March, we produced 2.6 billion pounds of milk, down slightly from a year ago. Nationally, production in March hit 18.3 billion pounds, up almost 2.5% from last year. Texas increased its production by more than 11 percent from a year ago while california continues to produce the most milk with almost 3.4 billion pounds in march only three other states besides wisconsin had lower production last month all right so some of the news in agriculture this morning thank you sir and we'll let you uh, again go have a cup of revolution coffee and we'll uh, talk to you later when we get more news from you how's that sound we'll do that all right, Scott Schultz again, socially distancing this morning. But uh, got also a note from Chris Jumbeck over at Cochrane Fountain City. 
and she and her students are doing a lot of stuff. She says, you don't have to talk about it, but we are going to talk about it. As we said, I always say good kids doing good things. Right now it's good people doing good things. But uh, Chris said over Cochrane Fountain City, we did a dairy promotion starting yesterday, which would have been on Tuesday. They launched a Facebook ad off their FFA website at 101 in the afternoon. And at 3.30, we sold out. That's right, sold out of 300 dairy product boxes. The FFA bought dairy products at cost from four local creameries that the uh, members of the FFA that are dairy families in Cochrane City sell their milk to, the different uh, creameries, and uh, then passed on the savings to the customers. Their goals, awareness, support, and push consumption of real dairy products while supporting the dairy farmer. Chris says, we bought the products so that we are truly making a difference. If we would get it donated, that's not helping the dairy farmers because they would be paying for it in the end anyway. The response to help the dairy farmers has been overwhelming. And uh, she says, we're currently working on buying more cheese to do a second such sale with a limit. I cannot use the kids to pack the boxes, be at school, because of the COVID. They can't uh, be at school and school buildings till June 30th. So the kids are doing all the computer work orders, marketing from home. And she said, that's a lot of work. And uh, But again, so we get a hold of the folks at the Cochrane Fountain City FFA to help support the dairy farmers. And again, to do, uh, do some, some good things out there in uh, support of the dairy farmers. So Cochrane Fountain City, again, more stories of uh, people doing some good things to help the industry. You know, this is this dairy industry is under real pressure right now in Wisconsin. The dairy infrastructure in Wisconsin is still strong, but boy, it's under pressure right now. Speaking of dairy, we're going to talk here a conversation that our Pam Yonke had with Chad Vinson, who's the head man at the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, the old Wisconsin Milk Marketing Board, about uh, what they're doing in this time of crisis. That's next. Right here on 20 in a row, Wax 104.5. You can change the world for a child in extreme poverty through Compassion International. Just text CHILD to 83393 to find out how. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, being a dairy farm girl myself, I know we always feel a sense of relief when the milk truck driver backs up to our barn from the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse. I'm Caitlin Riley. And Pam, we've been seeing these headlines for too many weeks now where we're concerned about what's happening in the dairy industry. We're seeing our farmers dump milk, yet some grocery stores are still putting limits on how much dairy our consumers can buy. And you just checked in with Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin to see what's happening in our industry. Yeah, I was really pleased to see that uh, I think it was just about a week ago, the Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, which of course is our Wisconsin Dairy Farmer Funded Checkoff Program, along with the Wisconsin Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection, launching a website to allow consumers, anybody that saw those milk limit purchases or dairy limit signs up at grocery stores to report it. Fabulous farm bay Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. So I decided to catch up with Chad Vincent, CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. How many reports have they gotten? What kinds of uh, results are they finding when they follow up on some of these reports? Because every dairy farm out there wants to make sure that consumers that want dairy can get dairy. So I got an update from Chad Vincent, CEO, Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin. You know, once again, for the for the checkoff and for promotion, we're the marketing group for Wisconsin Dairy. And so 
we are we continue to constantly build you know work on building trust you know building awareness of wisconsin dairy products and making sure there's a home for dairy wisconsin dairy products and we got them at retail and wherever they can be purchased you know if we're not out there telling the dairy story the wisconsin dairy farmer story the dairy story the only thing that consumers will be hearing is the anti-ag or the anti-animal or anti-dairy stuff so we continue to push that stuff out like we do 24 7. but we've also then put it into overdrive to make sure that we can triage and fix the things that need to be fixed today for example uh, you know we've had uh, we, we set up a website because we heard farmers saying look I'm tired of going into stores and seeing you can only buy one gallon of milk and one pound of butter. So we put together a website, which is uh, wisconsindairy.org slash stop limits. And we've had over 350 people call, send emails, get in, get in touch with us saying, look, here's the store that I saw it in. What can you do about it? So we got staff that is dealing with this and calling the stores and reaching out directly to try and get those, those signs down. Um, we partnered with Wisconsin Grocers Association, which has a reach of all 900 grocer in, grocers in the state. And they've been sending out weekly e-blasts for us, um, talking about can we get the signs down and can we get the support dairy signs up. So we've actually created signs you'll be seeing in a bunch of stores. They're already in, uh, they're already in hundreds of stores across the state saying support Wisconsin dairy farmers, buy milk, buy Wisconsin milk, buy Wisconsin cheese, buy Wisconsin dairy. So the retailers are stepping up and helping us get the message out there, and they realize how important dairy is to the state. Right, right. And it's not uh, – I've seen it also with uh, some of the restaurants that are doing curbside service or drive-through uh, so right, on their, right on their menu, encouraging people to think right. about some of the dairy as well. Yeah, I mean, we've got places like uh, – we've got partnerships going on with, uh, with, with Culver's always. We've got things with toppers in town. Um, with the uh, with cousins, they are all taking our pro dairy, pro Wisconsin farm, and putting it on their websites because that's really where people are going now. People are are ordering online and they go into pickup, so they're doing great. They're putting us front and center on there to uh, to remind people how important dairy is to the state. Mm-hmm. You know, we even had the Packers retweeted a support, a support Wisconsin dairy farmers uh, last week and over two hundred, you know, reached over two million people. Wow. Yeah. Let's uh, talk also about the the food bank efforts. I mean, although that doesn't get as much uh, credit for dairy farmers of Wisconsin, you guys are in the background trying to pull these, I want to say, pull these deals together however you can. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've worked, we got pulled in uh, a few weeks ago with uh, Randy Maskey at the Department of Agriculture. And as we listen to the calls, boy, you know, this food bank system is so complex, Pam. It is it is incredibly complex with so many, you know, there's like, so anyway, our staff put together 79 um, food banks and food pantries in the state, and we've been reaching out to each one of them and asking them, what products do you need? What kind of limitations do you have? Do you have refrigeration? How much space do you have? And what kind of products are you looking for? And then our other, we've got another network of folks that is taking that information and reaching out to the dairy company saying, what do you have that you're trying to get there? Because we get calls in the morning. Hey, I've got 40,000 pounds of five-pound bricks of Swiss that I need to move somewhere in the state. I want to donate. Where can I get it to? And so what we do, and we've got the database now, and so we're just making a marriage thing. Here's this food bank this is, that's in the wheelhouse of what they need. Call this person, and then it's up to you guys, and they, they make this stuff happen. You know, and you have people like Sargento donating $2 million with a product last week. It's the, the, the industry is stepping up to try and make sure that they can move cheese and dairy products out of their plants and out of warehouses so they can and get them to people that need it 
and so they can continue to take milk products because you know it's getting backed up out there pam and, and we need to find a home for this cheese thank god there's at least some uh, government purchases that appear they're coming soon right to be able to to help keep the, keep the milk flowing because that's really what we're all about yeah now uh, again uh, and to dairy farmers of wisconsin you do have a site uh, through WisconsinDairy.org or uh, America's Dairyland, where you can actually go and purchase Wisconsin cheese online if you're still one of those consumers a little confused when you go to the big grocery stores. Yeah, so WisconsinCheese.com backslash order. We put up a website with uh, with every dairy company in the state that has an e-commerce base. And right now we've had uh, over 41,000 people visit that site in just in the last 12 days and um, generating like 15,000 online orders. Right. And and I think that there might be dairy farmers uh, in Wisconsin, Chad, that are saying, okay now, but are we only concerned about Wisconsin milk and not allowing others in? Uh, help them. You, you, you mentioned it earlier. The food processing industry is so complicated, but to the best of your knowledge, that is what uh, what the states come to, isn't it? That we're basically just trying to take care of our own. We are. We're trying to take care of our own. But you know what? There are independent. There are independent cheese companies out there that are also stepping up, and you know they've got relationships elsewhere, and they're able to move things by the truckload to get get to places like you know Catholic Charities down in Ohio. I know we've got a cheesemaker that, that just took a truckload down there. Um, but yes, we are focusing. You know, we've retrenched and focused our organization. On Wisconsin, I mean, we, we went out and we created the Here for You campaign to remind people in Wisconsin that, you know, we've been focused on cheese, cheese, cheese. And, and we said, look, that's great. But for this time, we need to remind people of dairy, dairy, dairy. And so we've been running milk ads. We've been running cheese ads on highly targeted digital and even on TV, too, because, Pam, we have people out there, families out there now that, I mean, milk sales this last week were up 18 percent in Wisconsin. If you're just joining us, this is Chad Vinson. He's the CEO of Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, continuing to keep us up to date on all the efforts that are going on behind the scenes to try to find a home for all of our Wisconsin dairy, be it fluid, be it cheese, be it other soft products, uh, in our borders, out of our borders, in your refrigerator, in another grocery store. It's a very complicated and complex situation. Chad, from a personal standpoint, you came from the food industry before you became CEO at Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin, you you were immersed in uh, at least a certain link of that food chain. What have you learned, or tell us a little bit about what it's been like to see this entire complexity exposed as a as a guy that has a, a wow. fantastic grasp on the industry already. I mean, I think all of us have had our eyes absolutely opened at how complicated things are, and especially when you look at. Everything that we've done, we've built these businesses now over the last 20 years to be just in time, right? So in the old, you know, 20 years ago in a grocery store, it would be 40, you know, you'd have 40,000 items, but you'd have, you'd have warehouses, you'd have a space in the back to be carrying extra of everything you had. And they're expecting this, they're expecting shipments to arrive like clockwork. And again, that's Chad Vincent, 
dairy farmers of Wisconsin, what's going on in this industry. Hey, we got to get to markets. We'll catch up with Rocky next. Do you live in a rural area? Are you looking for high-speed internet service? Then call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite in Greenwood. Choose from three different speeds, 12, 25, or even 30 megabytes per second. Plus, right now, there's no activation fee, free basic install, and $20 off your first three-month service. Call Clark Electric Appliance and Satellite at 1-866-279-6544 to get your Viasat internet today. Some restrictions do apply. Viasat may prioritize data with the unlimited data plans once you reach a data mark. Monthly service lease fee in addition to monthly package fee. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get over to Premier Livestock over in the Withy Country and Rocky Olson joins us. Good morning, Rocky. Did you enjoy yesterday's weather? You know what? Yes, I did. <laughs> Love, it. Love it. In a word, yeah. Hopefully we'll get more of that, but uh, only 55 today. Well, what's going on over there at Premier Livestock in these challenging times? Uh, thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, we're going to talk, uh, do the dairy sale report for yesterday here at Premier Livestock. We saw 179 head of dairy cattle with two tie stall herd dispersals, uh, both local herds, uh, Holsteins and Crossbreds. Our top fresh cows are bringing 1,400 uh, to 16 and a half. Many other good quality cows, 900 to 1,375. Uh, one of those herds averaged at 1,100, the other one right at 12. Uh, many top quality spring and heifers offered yesterday. Uh, Many reputation AI sired AI bred heifers selling from 1150 to 1600. Uh, these lower quality spring and heifers and cows 900 and down. Holstein breeding bulls sold up to 1400. Uh, the auction yesterday we had over 250 internet bidders, uh, buyers, and spectators. That makes for over 800 viewers and bidders this week. Uh, next week, uh, Wednesday, we got our special colored breed and organic dairy cattle auction. Complete organic had heard uh, there is going to be a uh, 80 Holstein and crossbred dairy cows, parlor freestall, 60-pound average with a 60-cell count. Uh, that's a home-raised herd. Um, herd number two, we got 38 registered and high-grade Jersey cows with a 4.7 butterfat. Uh, they're tie stall cows, uh, many of them, like I said, being registered. Here's another group of 10 fancy Jersey spring and heifers. Uh, they're close-up. They're bred to lemon head, plus lots of other colored and organic dairy cattle consignments, full listings with pictures on our website. Uh, that'll be at Premier Livestock and Auctions.com. Um, taking consignments daily also for that. Uh, don't forget uh, machinery auction. That's going to be May 1st. That's right at Premier Livestock. Very big auction. That's just coming up right away next Friday. Uh, we have been granted permission to have the sale. Uh, we are asking that it is only serious buyers at the auction. No spectators, no children. Um, absentee bidding will be available. Phone bidding and online bidding at equipmentfacts.com. Uh, make sure you pre-register don't wait to the last minute. There is an approval process there, so make sure you get that in this week to get your bidder numbers online. Uh, like I say, lots of other ways to do it. We usually like to say, hey, we're having a social gathering, having a sale. Not the case. This is not a social gathering. Uh, we're taking it very seriously, so uh, please uh, abide by our rules. Uh, only bidders come. Questions, give us a call at Premier 715-229-2500. And if you guys want to come drive some tractors, uh, we got some semi-tractors. You want to check anything out, we encourage pre-inspection. Uh, like I said, we don't want you just hanging out for the day unless you're going to be buying all day. So that's the way it shaped up, Bob. Sounds good, Rocky. Well, uh, you're a busy man. I'll let you go and uh, have a good one. Hey, have a great day. Thanks. You bet. There he goes. That's Rocky over there at Premier Livestock. Well, let's find out how great a day it might be weather-wise as we go over to Skywarn 13 and Kelly Slifka is standing by and 
Boy, yesterday was sure a nice one. We got a carbon copy today? Uh, unfortunately not. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. No, well, you know, it looks like the next couple of days are going to be kind of cloudy and cool for this time of April anyway. But uh, it looks like things will time out pretty nicely for the weekend. So uh, just uh, going to need that jacket the next couple of days. We have this easterly wind. We had some really warm air try to surge into western Wisconsin. It got as close as La Crosse with temperatures near 70. In fact, it was almost near 80 in southern Minnesota yesterday. But uh, we had nice weather yesterday but now that front is kind of stalled down to our southwest, and we're on the cooler side of it, so expecting the east to northeast wind to keep us on the cool side. We will see quite a few clouds. We're really not expecting rain today, but we're only expecting up to uh, 55 after being up to 62 yesterday. Mostly cloudy tonight, down to 37. There will be a chance for some light showers, just a really weak area of low pressure moving in tomorrow. Otherwise, we'll look at mostly cloudy skies, 55. As mentioned, the weekend looks pretty nice. Partly cloudy skies Saturday, 60, and Sunday we should be right where we should be for this time of the year with mostly sunny skies, high of 62. Right now in Eau Claire with cloudy skies, temperature at 36. I'm Scott Warren, 13, meteorologist Kelly Slifka. When are we going to get 70? You know, we haven't hit it yet this year. I know that. That's what I'm asking. Uh, you know, I think maybe next week sometime we might get at least very close to it. We'll How close? Uh, I think down around lacrosse they got about 70 or though, haven't they? Oh, yeah. They've been up to 70. And, you know, it's just one of those things where that warm air was very close. If yeah. you get on the other side of that front, as mentioned, it was up to almost 80 in Austin, Minnesota yesterday. Oh, wow. Well, we can something to look forward to. That's right. Thanks, Kelly. You bet. Kelly Slifk over at Skywarn 13 taking a look at our weather information. We'll get Scott back in here. But we've been talking about the things going on, the loyal FFA alumni and what they're going to be doing today, and also the Cochrane Fountain City FFA and what they're doing, and uh, new technology. I'm reading this news off my phone. <laughs> That's right. That's new technology for years, truly. But the Bloomer FFA and alumni, they've canceled this year's uh, dairy golf outing slated for June 19th, so Merle Richter gave, uh, gave me an update on what's going on. Of course, because of the COVID-19 and how they can handle the, the golf course as far as the clubhouses are concerned. But at Bloomer now, the Bloomer alumni has decided to give back to their sponsors and community by doing the following. With support of Mike and Roseanne Zwiefelhofer, they are going to process an entire beef into hamburger and donate it to the Bloomer New Auburn Food Pantry. They are going to be partnering with Legrander's Cheese Plant to give $600 worth of cheese to their whole sponsors and major sponsors of the golf outing and the alumni. And uh, they're also partnering with Ellsworth Co-op over there to donate $500 worth of cheese products to local food pantries. And they say they hope in a small way they will help the farmers and uh, thank the businesses. So, again, more examples of uh, more folks doing some awfully good, good things. So, again... Get out and uh, support the dairy industry and uh, the livestock industry and every agricultural industry we have in this state. And if you've uh, got something like that going on, let us know. We'd love to share those stories with other folks and uh, hopefully put a smile on a, a lot of people, a lot of people's faces. So again, uh, a lot of that going on. Scott's rejoining us now, and uh, we got a just a, a myriad of stories, and hopefully more will be coming in that we can share with the folks because it's uh, fun to do that, isn't it? It is, it is, and uh, adding to it all, Colby's FFA, I know, is uh, doing a milk-sharing project, yeah. I believe, today, too. And uh, I know you had Medford FFA on the air. They've been doing some things. I mean, the list goes on and on. That's what Granton, I said. Yeah, Granton, too, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of folks are on the air, and if your organization is doing something like that, uh, let us know, because it's, uh, it's fun to share those kind of stories, and uh, one thing, one more news story before we get to markets. Eggs. 
These numbers always baffle my mind, don't they? Oh, yeah. There are, if eggs are one of the foods you're stocking up on during this COVID-19 pandemic, you shouldn't have any trouble finding enough. The latest numbers show U.S. hens laid just more than 9.5 billion eggs last month, and that was down 1% from a year ago. Iowa has always led the nation in production with just under 1.4 billion eggs. Wisconsin ranks 15th with 188 million eggs in March. I mean, billions and billions of eggs. That's even. Nine and a half wow. billion in one month. I mean, and Iowa <laughs> is the second state, second place state in egg production, and I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but uh, they're less than half of what Iowa produces. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I know when I go out there every fall, we go out for a little family reunion, drive by some of those poultry operations. It's unbelievable how many uh, how many there are right around that little town of Shaler where I go to. They uh, yeah. they've got uh, pl- buildings there. They said, yeah, they've got six million eggs, on, six million hens on that farm, and down the they road, not, yeah, it's unbelievable. So they so, must not have a lot of foxes in Iowa because <laughs> I get my hens laying here, and boy. <laughs> the fox are all over the place. Well, that's for sure. I don't know if they do or not. Well, they got them pretty well protected, that's for sure. You well, bet. we should, uh, let's see, it's almost, all well, it is, 20 minutes to 6. Let's get to some markets. Where do you want to go first here, buddy? Well, let's go on over to the equity, um, Altoona Barn at Equity. And uh, <laughs> why, do you, equity why do you want to go there? Why do you want to go there? Why do you want to go there? It's it's Thursday. I don't even know. <laughs> this is the coronavirus situation. You don't even know what what day it is. But let's go up to Equity Baron and hear from Casey. For our special sheep and goat sale on April eighteenth, we had feeder lambs forty to seventy pounds, a dollar seventy two fifty. Call ewes were seventy five to a dollar ten, and call rams were eighty five to a dollar fifteen. Billy goats were that are sold by the head were 210 to 220. Call nannies were 95 to 255, and kid goats 30 to 65 pounds were 72.50 to 90. For today's sale, we had unfinished ears and heifers sold from 65 and down. Call cows today we topped out at 47.50 with the top 20% selling from 44 to 47, 60% sold from 36 to 43, and 20% sold from 35 and down. Quality Holstein bull calves sold from 35 to 92. We topped out at 110. Quality Holstein heifer calves sold from 55 and down. And light and poor quality calves sold from 30 and down. If you have any questions about today's sale, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day. Wisconsin Credit Union exists for our members and our communities. Our overall mission is to help our members achieve financial success. We do that through helping them and creating relationships with them so that they know that they can count on us. I'm Laura Benyard and I'm proud to be CEO of Wisconsin Credit Union. As a credit union, we're very involved in the community as an organization. Our employees are also very involved. We've started a Kindness Counts campaign a a few years ago. We encourage our members to be kind and and pass it on to others. We're also looking at helping the the needy, the local food pantries and shelters. You know, credit unions were founded on people helping people, and, and we continue to live that every day. And it's a commitment to make our communities a better place to live and work. Wisconsin Credit Union, part of the community since 1939, federally insured by NCUA. You can count on Wisconsin Credit Union. 
Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 18 minutes before 6 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Rod Knutson has the latest news from the Equity Sparta Barn. Percent of the cows at 44 to 49, 60% of the cows at 32 to 44, and 20% of the cows at 32 and down. Slaughterable market steady with the high yielding commercial bulls, 70 to 80, with your canner lightweight utility bulls at 70 and down. On the fed cattle market, uh, anybody looking to market some cattle, please call us here at the market. The shutdown of some plants right now, there's a, a limited access, so uh, please call for updates. Uh, going into the calf market, the Holstein bull calf market today, uh, from 70 to a dollar a pound. The heifer calves at 10 to 30, and the good beef type calves at a dollar 40 to a dollar 90 a pound. And this has been Rod Knutson at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Have a good day. Thank you, Rod. You have a good day too. Let's continue with the market from the uh, Equity Barns. We'll go to Stratford now. Jerry Fitzgerald is with us. Morning, Jerry. How you doing? Well, good morning to you, Bob. Not doing too bad. Uh, a little chilly this morning, about 30 degrees, but again. Uh, not a bad day yesterday, but boy, every day it's got to be so doggone windy. It just, uh, yeah. I don't know. And we had, I think we got, uh, up about in the middle forties yesterday. So I think well, that's things, all you got, huh? Yeah. I think, uh, I think we had yesterday afternoon. I looked, I think we had 46, I think. Oh boy. No, we got, uh, I think sixties or something like that yesterday over here. So it does change. Mother nature is fickle. That's for sure. Well, how's the activity going over there at, uh, Stratford barn? All right, Bob, thank you, and very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Wednesday, here at Equity Stratford. On the market cow auction yesterday, a mostly steady trend. Uh, Higher-yielding, fleshy cows yesterday were selling mostly from 45 to 54. Extreme top cow at 56. Uh, Most of the cows, uh, your average cows, uh, uh, are selling from 32 to 45. Thin, plain, light carcass cows, 32 and below. Bull market also mostly steady. The better quality bulls are selling from 62 to 75, and we have topped in the bulls at 80 and a half. Uh, lighter, plainer bulls, 55 and back. Very few fed cattle on the market. Uh, again, uh, plants have cut back a lot on the uh, fed cattle kill, so very few fed cattle being marketed. Uh, hopefully the situation will change pretty soon because a lot of folks are holding on to these, and rightfully so, but... The longer they do that, the heavier carcass weights we get. But uh, a limited number of choice grading Holstein steers on the sale, and they are mostly from 64 to 73. Uh, on the calf market, Holstein bull calves are steady. Uh, 40, 85 to 120-pound Holstein bull calves are selling from 40 to 110. Heifer calves continue to be very limited demand, 45 and below. Uh, beef calves, those continue to be in good demand, mostly from 85 to 220. Today, Thursday here in Stratford, we'll get under, underway this morning at 11 o'clock. Of course, we'll sell market, cow, market cows and bulls today, baby calves around the noontime hour. Uh, just taking a look next week's sales schedule. Our next hay sale will be next Tuesday, uh, April the 28th. And again, uh, we do have a lot of a uh, uh, lot of cattle for sale, private treaty on on our consignment list on the website. So, folks, if you're looking for some dairy cattle or feeder cattle or hogs. We do have a lot of those available for private treaty sale. You can check that out on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page, and, of course, uh, 715-687-4101. And uh, we do encourage you folks to call, especially if you're thinking about marketing fed cattle, because, again, like I said, uh, very limited kills on the fed cattle uh, do these plant cutbacks and closures, and uh, we hear about it every day, but... Uh, 
hopefully uh, this situation will begin to improve because they're getting, it's getting to be a very critical situation. No question about it, as these plants have been, you know, you shut down one of those plants for two weeks. That's a lot of backup, and man, and then it doesn't back it up for two weeks. It backs it up for months because of these cattle out there, so it is a critical situation. All right, sir, while well, you uh, enjoy what kind of weather we get today, we'll talk to you in the morning. Sounds good, Bob. You also. Thank you. We'll do our best. Jerry Fitzgerald over there at Stratford. Again, we're about 36 degrees right now. Cloudy day today. High only going to be about in the mid-50s. Hi, this is Office Cora. I wanted to tell you about my friends at Sunny Skies CBD in my hometown of Durand. Sunny Skies CBD is a new family-owned hemp grower, processor, manufacturer, and distributor. They do it all, from soil to oil. Sunny Skies CBD keeps every step of the process in-house, so they are able to keep prices low and quality high. I have used CBD bath bombs and CBD lotions for my sore muscles, and I feel better. Sunny Skies CBD has many products and can be found at CBD Menominee, Medicine Shops, Heike's, Handy Mart, the local store, Solstice Wellness Center, and the Sunny Skies store in Durand. Check out their website at SunnySkiesCBD.com to order direct. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Please consult your doctor before use. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's get more market information. We go over to Tree Livestock in Thorpe, and Michelle is with us. Good morning, Michelle. Hey, good morning, Bob. And you did your assignment. I did my homework. Thorpe Dairy Days is canceled, unfortunately. But, hey, yes, it well, is canceled. Good for you. What's going on in Thorpe where they had a spike in COVID-19? Yeah, we did. Well, you know, I don't know. What are Everybody they... wash your hands, stay safe, and blah, 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 right? Yeah, well, I mean, you got to pay attention to it. That's for sure. Well, the draft tonight, yeah. Packer draft. Who are the Packers going to draft? Or what do you think they need most of all? Uh, I would say, well, <laughs> they need a lot. I'm going to go. Oh, well, they need O line for sure, no doubt. Of course, we can always use a defensive player, and I surely this is going to sound awful. Please, no Packer player or Packer fans get upset. So please draft a quarterback because ah! well, we need okay. a wide receiver. Anyway. We got to have a wide receiver. Man. We do. I would do O line. I would do offensive line first because the loss of Blaga. I mean, Blaga was getting older, but injured yeah. a lot. But he was really good. So we need the O line for sure. Of course, we need defensive players all the time. A linebacker would be really great. Anything defensive would be really great. And then I'll go wide receiver. And then I, I, I don't know. I, I just think we should kind of look ahead and draft a quarterback. Yeah, if you can get one down, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth round, I wouldn't worry about it too early, but. Uh... Give him some help. No, I, play a few I, more years. I would definitely say, yeah, O-line first, definitely. Yep. So All right. That's where I'm at. How about you? What are you thinking? I think we need a wide receiver, and I think we need more help on defense. That's what I think we need. And, you know, I think you can you pick up an O-line. Oh, is yeah, they'll, and they'll draft offensive line. But I, I unless a real great player is there at, uh, when they draft, I don't know, was it 28 or 30 where they draft, you know, that's fourth or fifth round type of pickup, but we'll see what happens. But uh, they need some help, no question. All right, we better get to work. What happened last night? All right. Thank you, Bob. Summing up the sale from Wednesday, April 22nd at Train Livestock Market in the Slaughter Market. 
We talked at 53 with a consignment by Judy Malachewski of Sheldon. 80% of the cows sold from 38 and up. Market cows were 42 to 49, low yielding cows 32 to 40, thin and weak cows 30 and down. In the Holstein steer market, selects were 59 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 65 to 75 with utilities at 62 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from $40 to $85 per head. We tapped at $87 with a consignment by Linus Brubaker, Burke Holder, I'm sorry, of Thorpe. Calves for the week were $40 to $105 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Holstein heifer calves were $10 to $40 per head. Beef calves were $65 to $175 per head. In the hog market, butcher hogs were $35 to $45. Sows, $23 to $34. Boars were $10 and a half and down. Our next sale will be Monday, April 27th. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And don't forget to check us out on the web at tlmthorpe.com. For all the citrine livestock, your family owned an operating market. Make it a great day. Great day. Stay safe and uh, make sure everybody in Thorpe washes their hands. We don't need more of this. Yeah, you know, social distancing, wash yep. your hands and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's real. That's for sure. Have a good weekend. You too. Take care. There she goes. That's Michelle over at Train Livestock in Thorpe. The coronavirus is making life difficult for all of us, including grocery stores. Grocers are working as hard as they can to keep stores clean and germ-free, spending whatever it costs to do that. Some people are worried about prices. For some products, prices have gone up because of consumer demand that has caused grocers to have to pay more to their suppliers for groceries. Because of these pressures, you may temporarily see higher prices and limited stock on certain products. But grocers are still doing everything they can to keep prices as low as possible for you. In fact, the government has strict laws in place prohibiting price gouging, and your grocer supports and complies with that law. Your grocer is committed to keeping shelves stocked with nutritious and affordable foods. Stay home, practice social distancing, take care of your family. We'll get through this together. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Grocers Association Education Foundation. Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's wrap up the sale barn reports as we go over to Central Livestock Zambroda. And uh, here's Pat Mickler. We had market lambs, 110 to 140 pounds. We had the shorn and the unshorn trading, 92.50 to $1.42.50. The lightweight feeder lambs weighing 50 to 70 pounds were at $1.40 to $2.12, with the 70 to 90 pound feeder lambs bringing $1.85 to $2.15. We had slaughter use utility and goods from seventy five to a dollar twenty five with the thin and call use bringing twenty five to seventy five and looking at the goat division, we had small goats in weighing forty to sixty pounds. They brought from seventy to one hundred forty five dollars seventy to ninety pound goats were at one o five to one hundred fifty five 
Larger goats, 120 to 275 pounds, brought from 110 to 175, with the nanny goats from 100 to $280 per head. Taking a look at the Tuesday feeder pig auction, we had some 50 to 60 pounders in. They range from 2250 to 3250. 60 to 80 pound pigs brought 20 to 40 dollars. 80 to 100 pounders from 40 to 5250. Pigs 100 to 120 pounds were bringing 55 dollars, and also the pigs 120 to 150 pounds were bringing 55 dollars per head. Synergy Cooperative encourages all of Northwest Wisconsin to do their part during this unprecedented time, keeping safe and also supporting our local businesses. And should you need anything at this time, Synergy Co-op has all their businesses open with extra safety measures in place. That includes the feed stores, agronomy offices, hardware stores, auto repair shops, propane service, gas stations, and convenience stores, and even their drive through restaurants like A&W. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And Synergy Cooperative is bringing us our markets. Board of Trade overnight. May corn up to a 319. The oats up a fraction of 304. May wheat up four at 547. Soybeans for May up a dime at 845. Soybean meal up 220 a ton at $290.50. At the country elevators, Doomer's Grain Service in Holman, Buck Country Grain in Arcadia. Uh, corn delivered to the elevators today at two ninety five, and the cash soybeans at eight fifteen. On the DTN screen, country elevators at the Baldwin Elevator, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo. Corn's two seventy four. The beans at seven ninety. Elk Mound is corn at two seventy six. Soybeans at seven ninety five. Down at Sparta, two seventy eight on the corn, seven ninety seven on the beans, and over at Ellsworth, two sixty six and seven ninety at the ethanol plants. 284 for the corn at Boyceville, Stanley 271, New Richmond Grain Facility at 269. Barrel cheese traded unchanged yesterday, 101 and one quarter, blocks up a cent and a quarter, a dollar two. Double A butter down five and a quarter at 113 and a quarter. April class three up four at 1341, May up 13 at 1052, June down 11, 1105, July at 1295, August down nine at 1422. But uh, then looking out through uh, about September through April of next year, those prices were a little bit higher. And before we leave you, Scott just uh, emailed me that the Oliva Broiler Fest and the Arcadia Broiler Days have been canceled for this summer. So more cancellations coming up, and I'm sure we'll have more as it goes along. Hey, it's 36 degrees around the area right now. Everybody's pretty much in the uh, low to mid-30s. Going to get into the mid-50s today, but kind of a, a cloudy day today. Over 90 new ramps available at ChilsonMotors.com. If you are involved in youth or high school sports, you need to know about Positive Coaching Alliance. PCA is a national nonprofit organization developing better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. For more information, visit PositiveCoach.org. Wax 104.5. We'll turn that